Let's do this, Brutus. Man, we can call me Brief Beefcake. I show you how to do this, son. We can call me Brutus the Beefcake. You're not Beefcake. I'm not not Beefcake. Yeah. Yes. Am I Booty Man? <laughs> it's an inside joke for anyone that loves wrestling. <laughs> the many faces of I don't know his real name, so I'm gonna try. Back at it again, like we never left. Coke and dank. Taking Coke. <laughs> it's a Halloween special. You need to say delete the laugh. Delete the I'm like, what? Doesn't matter. I wanted to do the laugh. Hey, Dank. I, wanted, I couldn't can be all trick or treating and everything like that. Hey, Dank. Hey, Coke. Knock, knock. Who's there? Philip. Philip, who? Fill up this bag with treats, son. That's the part I knew you'd hate. Like and I was like, I gotta add this. Son. I have to put this in. Because I, I know he's gonna hate this. I don't wanna give you any treats now. He might like it up until the sun part. I did. And yeah. then I was like, thinking about it, I was like, wait a minute, son. Fill up this bag with treats. I would never let a little tiny child come at my door and be like, yo, son, give me the treats. How, funny would, like, give me the How treats. funny would that be? And I'd be like, I'd, Everybody if, if, I'd, I'd cock my head and be like, who are you? What if a kid was dressed like Big was like, give me the treats, give me the treats. I'm a bad boy. I'd snatch it <laughs> and be like, and push him over and be like, who shot you? i just keep answering back. I got a story to tell. i just hit him back, yeah? i give me the treats, give I'd me the like, treats. I'd grab his bag of candy and be like, so you want your friend over here all up in your bag, eating up all your candies? <laughs> Play my Suge Knight on him. Give me the treat. Give me the treat. That's actually my bad boy. That's pretty good. So, so if you... <laughs> yeah. clearly we want candy or we're high off candy. Uh, but we're doing a special episode. We broke our own it's rules li- and our did. lists and it la- it landed our schedules. On, landing on Halloween, so how could we not? Believe it or not, we have schedules and, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. We, we are loosely organized. <laughs> Judging by our, our rollout schedules and uh, how we barely edit what you hear. Like, you... Don't get a lot. It's of... pretty raw. Yeah. It's pretty. Why raw. am I so lean forward and you're so relaxed? Because like, I put no, this. I put this thing no on my lap. No see the visuals. We're, no. We're finally a legit podcast where we have so two mics, and I'm fucking like hunched over like Notre Dame, <laughs> and you're living the life of luxury like the one percenter. So I don't know how I lost out on this bet, but goddamn. Yeah, I said goddamn. Do you see this hunch that I'm developing yeah, back here? Yeah, put it so. So put it in your lap or something. Again, it's, it, work, it works for Halloween. Yeah. You're the hunchback of Notre Dame. Well, is there like a nest, a less like French cathedral that I, I can know. Is there any more other well-known hunchback? No, he's the only one. Right? I My brain, went, my brain went straight. Right no, my brain went straight to porn. I was like, there's got to be. Hunchback porn? Rule 34. 43. 34. 34. One, 137. There's several rules though, people. There has to be hunchback porn. Google rule 43. That's not a. Is that a rule? I'm hoping it's something. I'm rule? hoping it's something to do with Stackum Siakum. Because <laughs> I'm not calling him Spicy P. Just, Why not? That's the terrible. That's such a Toronto Canadian like <laughs> nickname. We're gonna call you Shredded Wheats. It's like God damn it. I do like how you said the, the second T in Toronto. I didn't you say just, it. You just did. I said Toronto. Oh yeah. Well, did, I, I gotta did. let people know oh, where okay. we're actually from. Does it say where you, are you not from? Here? No, I have to. I have to enunciate <laughs> Toronto before people that don't know that we're from Toronto. Okay, Toronto. Toronto. I put an A on the shit. So Toronto. Fuck. Yeah. Um, on my back. <laughs> you need a pillow? You I okay? need a lot of things. Okay. Clearly. Well, um, let's not get into that. You know what I need? No. Another day of night. Ooh wee! Eh? Today we're continuing the for our special. We're doing today we continue our special. Yeah, <laughs> for our special, we're doing loosely prepared. I can't talk. Loosely prepared, everybody. My brain is a piece of shout shit. Shout out right to now. Indonesia. We found that a lot of people are hitting up. Our podcast in Indonesia. Or one guy a lot of times. Hey, man. <laughs> Lady boys, we love you. Just playing the odds. 
If it's a chick with a dick, it's a dude with a boob. <laughs> and they love comics, so, you know. I, I, <laughs> where, I do, mean, where do you go from there? Yeah, I, uh, Tarana. Tarana. We uh, accept them all. Yeah, so we're doing Arc Analysis for 30 Days of Night. Woo, 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 woo. This is the graphic novel created by Stephen Niles and Ben Temple Smith. That's right. Uh, from 2002, IDW. This is one of the earlier, earliest IDW from, um, books that was actually big. Yeah. This book was big. It started as a movie pitch, and it was it was a, a failed movie pitch. You couldn't get you couldn't get the irony. Yeah, yeah, which is funny. <laughs> so uh, Steve Niles being the uh, head creator. Being the head creator. I was gonna say I was gonna say genius. I don't know if he's yeah, genius, the, the, but the, 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 visionary. Visionary. There yeah. we go. He. It was like, all right, I'm trying to do a comic, and the comic blew. And yeah. then all of a sudden, he got his movie deal. Well, so, when, you, I mean... <laughs> when you pick up Matt Fraction as a writer, you got uh, Dan Wickline, Kelly Sue, uh, DeConnick. Yeah. I mean, they put some uh, thought into what was going on in the story, and then we'll get into it when we start talking about the artists. But the artwork is amazing. So. Yeah, because there was actually a lot of branch. Like, we're doing the original run, which is three issues, but there's other spinoffs and sequels. And, and there's the annuals. And yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a whole bunch of other things. So this one really did keep going for a while. I think it got another kick after the movie dropped. Everyone's like, oh, because the whole yeah. premise of the movie is based on the best-selling graphic novel. Yeah. And typically, if you're like me, anytime you see a movie that's based on a novel, like I saw Watchmen, the movie before I went to read, read Watchmen. Yeah. And that's just kind of how it worked, right? I'm a movie head before I was a comic head kind of thing. Or I'm a visual medium before I, I go to reading. So anytime I remember seeing this movie, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then going back to the comic, I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah. Right? I think I saw it before I was, like, big into the... Uh, Graphic novels? Indie, I was going to say indie or, like, the indie comics. Right. Okay. How much? I was still big on the big two then. Being? Uh, Marvel DC, right? Oh, uh, I thought you were going to throw in, like... They're the big two, unfortunately. What's, what's, what's Archie... Comics under Archie Comics and Oni Press. <laughs> <laughs> Some Japanese manga. Yeah. I mean, Oni Press is Oni Press is good too. It's just they're not amazing, big. but they're not it's the big not two. Big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're... It's funny when you read the big two for long. I know this is the general consensus. This is what happened to me too. You read them long enough, you get sick of their shit after a while. And then, to your point, I was just gonna say it's funny how when you branch out of the big two. To see the world that's as when just you created. Realize, yeah. Oh wow! Oh, wow! Like, because you find so many things that are like, yeah. this is a comic. This is a comic. Like, yeah. oh my gosh! Like, I've read such such mundane, hilarious things. Yeah. That have no involvements of superheroes or tights or bright colors, and it's like, oh, so there's grounded. Or people dying and coming back. It's just it, you things know, that are grounded. Things are so like out of the world that I was like, I was not expecting to enjoy this at all. And uh, like, goddamn. Yeah. I said, goddamn. Here we all again. Damn. Talking to about another, I, I, it's fair to say that I enjoy this. I don't. I'm not gonna wait to tell people that. No, this is good. This is a, this book is good. It's a fun read. This book is good. It's uh, a quick read too, which also helps. Very Cause, quick. Cause, I was uh, surprised how quick it was. Just given right the amount through. of homework that we've been giving each other, this was a nice break in the the, <sighs> the chain. Yeah. You know, we got some good stuff coming, but yeah, you know, we got some really good stuff. But it's a lot of reading, and it's, this was it's gonna it's gonna come. Yeah. And if you haven't heard, by the way, I announce. Um, actors and actresses. Um, I'm illiterate, so reading is really hard for me. But you said Toronto with two T's. I read that, but it had to be pictures. So there, <laughs> there's a picture of the CN Tower. Like that's the T with the clouds. Yeah, and then there was a whole bunch of angry like fans at at uh, angry media fans at both sport. Oh, well, every uh, sports franchise yeah. that we have in <laughs> Toronto. Um, yeah. And the book plates. T- the book, plank. The, book plank. the book takes place in Barrow, Alaska in November 2001. Uh, November 17th, 2001. And it's important to know that date. It is. It's also fucking just important. If you're writing any type of horror or you consider yourself uh, a writer or kind of thinking about where a great setting is, to put a horror in the middle of a cold-ass state like Alaska where there's not a lot of in and out. Well, some would say the coldest state. Have you been to uh, Utah? <laughs> cold-ass Utah. Um, is amazing, right? So that alone lends itself to just what you're getting into, right? You, you go off to, and it, like Barrow, Alaska, like you... Other than a small, maybe 3% of the population who's ever actually been there, yeah. everyone reading this for the first time is like, damn. Yeah, no, the setting is a big part of any yes. horror-based story. Well, right? any good comic, you got to yeah. have a great setting, right? That's why they keep going back to New York. 
Imagine this in New York. All the superheroes are in New York. How could it go wrong? Well, every day. Um, so it's that date is important to remember because the sun doesn't set between May 10th and August 2nd, and the sun doesn't rise between November 18th and December 17th. Hence the name. Hence the name. Also, booze is illegal in this town. Small town, yeah. Right? They, they outlaw booze because people get a little weird during the 30 days of night. Yeah, I guess your your blood thins and there's no light, yeah. so you're constantly drinking. And yeah, it's just it's going to lead to bad decisions. Uh, well, everyone's... The, the booze would definitely make you reflect on how the fuck you got up to Barrow, Alaska to spend whatever time you're doing out there. Cause there's not Could you imagine, though, like a week, like even a week without sun at all? You just, I think you start to be like, yeah, fuck, turn you, man. Yeah, it turn you crazy. Yeah. I'd be definitely playing the weirdest games in the middle of the street. I don't know if we're in Alaska. Oh, uh, yeah, you got to be Alaska to do that, but I'd be out on like a GT normal. Like, it's just like. Nice. Um, there's a, so it starts with a crime wave of cell phones being stolen. Yes. Right. So there's a married couple or a, a partnership, a couple. Yeah. Which, which if you've ever sure. seen Fargo, it kind of lends to that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah, have the nice think little that, yeah. uh, smarter sheriff who's the female and then uh, not bumbling sidekick, but the, the, no, but the, the husband guy, is. The husband's a bit more like, like strictly business. I was going to say SB, but nobody knows what that means. Right. He's for strictly business. He, so he's a little bit more. Uh, business oriented the wife's kind of like well I'll just enjoy the sunset because it's going to be gone for, for 30, 30 days. days yes but they find a, a hole full of cell phones right Right. Like, so everybody's lost their cell phones and like what that, is this yeah they found them names are Eben and Stella right those are the names yeah um, I believe uh, Eben is Inuit is it or uh, native to Alaskan I don't want oh, to maybe, I don't maybe. want to get the wrong uh, I was going to say mukla, but that would have been <laughs> definitely not a good term to use there. Uh, yeah, but they're, they're, they talk a little bit about uh, that in the comic, which is cool. Because there's, there's obviously an indigenous population in Alaska. Yep. There were people before yep. people moved there. And after this comic, I don't know who would want to move there. Uh, they do a little flashback to New Orleans, L.A., actually. Um, where a guy brings a transcript to his mama right about people you know they can't see uh, when you do finger quotes right what was i doing well you didn't mama and then, uh, did i do mama yeah. like quotations you okay did. so i put quotations around you mama scrotations <laughs> scrotations scrotations yeah, lower there you go well lower um you're old now <clears throat> lower oh all the way down to lower. the well to i the... mean your balls weren't where they were I'm, two years ago i'm well endowed that's, that's a little bit bit of an overshare, <laughs> sir. That's a, a bit of an overshare. I don't care for your potty mouth on this. But they they this was G rated until you said that. Yeah, they uh they um what's it called? I don't like how hands you are with my mic either. No, there was I was getting a, a, a fuzz a buzz. Yeah, after you touch your throat, it's scrotations, eh? It's still there. Yeah. See what happens after you touch your balls and then try to talk talking? to me. Well, I I don't know what to say now. You've accosted me, sir. And this, okay, right I don't there, know if our, our lady friend in Indonesia is going to appreciate how handsy you've been with my mic. How dare you assume that lady? I will. I said lady friend. friend yeah. Friend of lady. What's that fucking thing again? It could just be the ghost that we've oh, invited for thing. this uh, for this episode. There you go. Halloween. Anyways, uh, there's yeah, there's a guy... That was a lot of time we just wasted right there. No, 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 it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy who uh, brings transcript to his mama about um, people, two people corresponding with each other, right. talking about meeting in Barrow. Right. And they're like, "Oh, we've got them. You know, let's let's track." Well, them what's down. the plan? They figure yeah. out. Yeah. You know, there's an event gonna happen. There's an event taking place in Barrow. There's a party and everybody's invited. Back of the town. That's all there was about them. And then back of the town. Uh, yeah, so I don't think it was really needed. That's no, it was quick. I was like, that's it not necessary. Out, yeah, it didn't really give me any revelations. And it didn't come back full circle, which I thought was going to happen. I thought it would go back there and it didn't give me some extra information about, oh, and this was like the queen of vampires and this is like the orc. But nah. They did. Well, I mean, they went back eventually, but it was. Whatever. Yeah, you know, you get it. Meanwhile, back at Barrow, they arrest a guy for <laughs> wanting to eat raw meat. Yeah, so there's a dude that shows up at a bar, and uh, the bartender calls the police. He's like, this guy's a little weird. 
And uh, he's asking for whiskey and raw meat. We haven't even talked about the artwork, but oh yeah, we didn't talk about the artwork. We'll get there. I just want to talk about how they wrote the dialogue bubbles. Yeah, because typically it's pretty standard for comic books. There's like a, like a I don't know if Comic Sans isn't actually no, for it's, comics. Yeah. It's... But there, there's a standard font that they use. For this one specifically, um, all the normal people have, or all the humans have standard, standard fonts, font. Yeah. But everyone that's kind of not on the level has a little break from the norm, and that lends itself. Because in my head, I was reading them in a different voice. Yeah, it helps. Yeah. Yeah. So it helps the tone, and this guy's this guy's yeah his his menacing over the bar. I just want raw meat. Right. His font is his font is more jagged and big and kind of shaded. Yeah, and like uh, off keel, it's not even on a straight line. Right. Yeah, it juts out. Like you can tell, there's something different. There's something that stands out from this guy. Like he's not from this small little town. Yeah. So they throw him in jail. Because the, the, what was the saying? It, meat here is either it's it's only either frozen or, or burnt. burnt. Yeah, and that they thought they was gonna take our jobs. Because definitely like, <laughs> taking our jobs. He had that vibe, didn't he? The the cop, eat it. Yeah. They're gonna take our jobs. They take, take our, our jobs. But he's in jail now. Yeah, he gets in jail. Uh, he eventually pulls the bars open himself well yeah like uh, he's fucking with him in jail so even before that he's just kind of back and forth with uh, uh stella just kind of playing with her mind of like oh you think this is like that's anything? right yeah like, he's this, taunting them, yeah. this is the beginning like and they don't get what he's talking about you're gonna get killed he, he can't drink so he's not that. a drunk right like yeah. clearly when he's just some what's the word when you're just uh, uh he's a drifter right yeah. and so you can't really take his word seriously but he's so ominous and menacing and the way that he's drawn i don't do yeah. the artwork now because th- this is part of their visionary kind of groundbreaking work the panel and artistic work on this is unlike anything i've ever seen and it's oh it's very unique it's yeah, it's almost like watercolors and like graphic design like faces bleed out and like they're not full whole like nothing everything's basically like a dream state nothing really seems like it's fully put together which lends itself to a town that's in pitch black for 30 days so when you see this character who already doesn't fit into that type of kind of painting it's even more distinct because you know something ominous is about to happen and that's what he's essentially telling the omens even in uh, Stella. Yeah, he fucking he creeps them completely out and um, he ends up getting his face blown in <laughs> because of it. Well, yeah, he breaks the bars. Yeah. He goes after Stella, she's not ready for it and even pops a shotgun essentially yeah. or is his... Wow! Right to his face and yeah. that's the end of that. Takes his face off. Um, he jumps to the communications tower from there. Yes. Right? Now, I don't know if you want to talk more about that, because it, if there's, they're blowing a guy's head off so easily, like, they don't even, they don't know that he's a vamp. I mean, I guess they know that he's some sort of weirdo if he was yeah. able to bend the bars like that, and he was being very threatening, but they blew his face off like yeah, that. Yeah, in, in terms like, of... It wasn't a body shot, they went right for the head. Again, in terms of police standards they didn't go for a body shot first they, yeah. they didn't try for the pepper spray nope. they didn't, the beanbag they went straight to no. the head yeah no body cams so clearly their <laughs> their their police chief won't be investigating hey how come this uh stranger got shot his head blown off yeah, yeah. <laughs> i guess you can get away with more did you give him a warning shot no, no he's... He, he he was coming right for us <laughs> <laughs> they were literally threading out the numbers i that, mean to be that, fair he fucking he, he was coming right for him yeah he uh, pulled uh, the bars apart yeah. and had sharp teeth yeah i mean so... I, I, in that situation i'd probably go for a headshot too. and i didn't think about it when i was reading it. i just thought about it just now when we were talking about it. I was going, you know what, they, they did just blow his his head apart. Yep, they did. <laughs> it's like, first choice. Yep. Well, you got that's how you get rid of vampires. Whether or not you know they're vampires, that's how you do it. And they so they do a switch to the communications tower, and there's a, there's a guy there inspecting it, and he goes, all the communications are down, right? Mm-hmm. And he's trying to put it back. He's trying to fix it, uh, and that's when the the group or clan or whatever you want to call them, the vampires right. start to roll in. So they get him. They go right for the, cause these guys know what they're doing, right? So it's, 
Well, that's how the that's how the first issue ends because yeah. they just they look out in the distance after they see that the communications towers burnt down or broken or that's right they go there fucking, right yeah they just see it in in rumble the and then uh, Eben pulls up the binoculars like what's that in the distance and with beautiful paneling they go closer and closer and closer and you just see those kind of long uh, pasty ass faces yeah faces just but they're they're like stretched out and all it is is like the dark night eyes like it's just it's the artwork is so stark in terms of contrast it's either you're surrounded by smoky grays and blacks and then they'll shoot in a shot of color yeah but every time they draw the vampires there's always like a teen of like yellow or like blood red amongst all of these pair colors so yeah. it just pops more and they're already off kilter too like they they're vampires so they don't look normal but they they don't look put together they look like there's something off yeah. and it's uh, it's so unsettling yeah and that's how this the first issue ends and that's and that's like funny cause, just coming. yeah because I, I, i've read some other work with temple smith drawing before and i wasn't the biggest fan of his artwork but it's perfect it, it's perfect this, yeah it's perfect for this. morticia adams yeah. yeah that's what i was gonna say it looks like, like morticia that. uh yeah no it's perfect for this it, it really captures the uh, like like you're saying too, the background's always smoking and stuff, so yeah. it's, it just fits this book so well. Uh, um, we're we're not doing it justice. I mean, it literally looks like watercolors mixed with like graphic design, like smoky pastels, yeah. and then like things bleed out, and like there's like a like a, I don't know if it's shake or quake effect where it, everything looks like it's moving fast. And yeah, it does. It's all yeah, blurred it's, almost. It's, it's 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 literally like you're in a dream, but when you realize what the content is, it's definitely a nightmare. Yeah, it's so good. And then issue two opens with the invasion and slaughter of the town, just like that. Just like you just... wasted no time. Vampires <laughs> no. are here, you get eaten. And it's a bloodbath, too. Like, vampires are just pulling. Yeah, they go with a couple few pages of just. Just tearing them apart. People getting torn. Now, I don't know what did they. I, I can't remember if they mentioned there's a population in this town, but I know it's not that. It must not be that large, but still, they go through, I'd say, three quarters of it. Like that. Like that, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a party, and everyone's invited, and clearly, <laughs> if you don't like the taste of blood, you're definitely going to be sampled like the taste of blood. Um, And it's the the cops, Eden and uh, Stella, running around figuring out what the fuck do we have to do now, like... Yeah, well, they switched to um the, the that those two and a group of a small group of survivors that are actually holed up in an industrial furnace. Like, we're not even in a room here. <laughs> this is just a furnace that um we're trying to figure out how to survive in. Now the thirty days have just started, so you gotta think. You ideally you can try and hide the whole time, but you can't stay holed up in one area with no food or water for a month. For thirty days of night. That's not gonna happen. In yeah. the cold, like yeah. there, there's so many things working against you. So they're talking. They're just bouncing ideas back off in their head, like back and forth between them. Like, how are we gonna kill these guys? How are we gonna eat? Meanwhile, upstairs they can hear just the brutality yeah. of vampires yeah, eating so, their yeah. friends and the whore and them running around. And again, the pages are just like blood soaked. I think there's one um, panel that I think I sent I sent to you, and there's one vampire out in the streets like this is fucking fantastic. Like yeah, he's, just he's just celebrating the carnage that he gets to be a part of. It's so good. Um, th- then there's uh, there is a there is a quick glimpse back to uh new orleans with the vampire and he sets out for alaska (laughs) like it's just like a quick like oh yeah i'm going again that's the it took me out of it so there's something it wasn't necessarily needed and it didn't give me more exposition to what was happening in the plot well he's there he's renting a helicopter right so it breaks up the norm fine i don't care though like they probably should have put that at the very beginning yes so as like a once I'm in the town, room. keep me in the town. Because yeah. you could take me to little pockets. Yeah. Like if I'm, I'm spending most of the time in the furnace with these guys. You could take me to the police station, to back to the bar. No, I agree. The pacing was a little weird there. Um, each of the vampires have their own type of personality, and you kind of see how they play off of each other. Yeah, this is where you kind of you they you see them talk for the speed. Yeah, time, the, the second issue is more about the vampires and who they are in this world. Um, I don't. I again we. I don't know if he has a name, but the the dude with the suit and the bald head who like shoots his face off because <laughs> he's so I don't even know why he does it again. Well, because he uh, no even goes into the uh, he goes into the market to try and find some resources, some food, and Buddy Boy catches him. Buddy Boy being the bald vampire, right? The chubby vault, and he's going. You know what? I'll let you survive, 
because I knew you guys were survivors if you tell me where the other people are because I know there's more right. and he's kind of like eat dirt <laughs> <laughs> and, and shoots him in the head and shoots him in the head okay, so he blows right. half his face off thinking that because the first guy in the jail cell died Could, from, from the, a face shot headshot this guy is kind of just he's like ow oh, man he's like I think, shot, he, I think shot, the team was like why'd you do that just <laughs> <laughs> gonna know? make it harder for yourself even runs off and they also they actually also mention here that because it's so cold, it's messed up. It's messing up the vampire's ability to smell the which, humans. Which is a great which little is a cool, note. Yeah. But the, again, there's something that you could have extrapolated more, right? Like Yeah, they could have. But he is covering his bases here. Like, all the cell phones and communications are gone. Right. The small, vampires, small little town. The vampires right. can't smell properly. So now you're setting ground rules night. for this. There's 30, like, it, it works. There's, like, it there's, makes sense. There's so much gold in here that I enjoyed it. But then when you look at a deeper... A magnifying glass which we were doing you're like oh this could have been so yeah. much better yeah. they could have stretched this run for it shouldn't have been three issues it should have been more for how like much five. longer right because yeah. a lot of things just happen so quick that you're like already 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 and we're so used to like series taking how long and they also actually established that um stakes and crosses don't also work. don't work yeah. through conversation that you know we tried this we tried that the survivors are talking and it didn't work and to make matters worse, uh, Big Boss Nosferatu shows up. That's right, yeah. The, what do they call him Vincent? I think it's Vincent, Vincent right? in this. But he's, he, he looks like the old school, original 1940s yeah, he does. Dracula. Like, he's been yeah. around. And he's bossy. The inside the yeah, jacket. Yeah. He, he's wearing the Matrix coat. So, yeah. you know, he, he's, the <laughs> ne- the he's the Neo of this uh, future. And that's how it ends the second Well, he goes issue. he goes ape shit on these guys. Well, 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 that's... No, that's in the second issue. No, it's not. This is how it ends. No. Because uh, he, he shows up and goes, the fuck are you guys doing? Scroll, 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 scroll. Oh yes, he does. He starts <laughs> swack. He smacks a dude. You fucking arrogant idiot. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So he's rattled. He's absolutely rattled because what they've done here now is they have undone all the work that vampires have been trying to keep under wraps. Yeah, they they've been trying to be low key. They've been trying to remain mystical or mythical, I should say, and yeah. unknown. But they came in and slaughtered this whole village. So he's going, "How are you going to cover this up, you idiots?" Which is like not really like it's not like he went to like the the underling, non-Vincent went to New York and decided to try this plan. He went to the most remote place possible, yeah. like Barrow, this... Alaska. This was pretty like thought like smart thought out plan right he took away the communications yeah if i was vincent I'm, i get you're mad but not that mad probably lighten up a little bit because he he does kill the guy <laughs> yeah he, he kills him he's like i don't need you anymore and then There's the contingency off, plan yeah. is to gather all the bodies put them in the houses we're going to burn the place anyway so if that was a plan that you're going to do anyway you could have just had a feeding frenzy and then thrown them all into whatever building to had your farm down. That, yeah. yeah they're not getting they're not running to the next town over no, but I guess it's just the fact that people in this town Never. will have connections outside of the town. So if, if someone's brother or sister from fucking, I don't know, Houston doesn't hear from them for a while. Right. It's like, well, we got to check. And then they go there and it's a bunch of guys that have been eaten. Fair enough. <laughs> so and, he's, and he's trying to cover there his There was track. another little line of dialogue, which I appreciated too. They're like, make sure nobody gets bitten and turns yeah they they made like no survivors means nobody's joining our team no and new, nobody's staying alive as no well, new right? friends yes no new friends which i appreciate yeah. and that's something you could spend more time kind of uh, exploring yeah. scrapulating whatever school book word you want to use <laughs> but uh vincent's here he's pissed he looks good though like, yeah, he, looks like... he's got a great scene uh after he rips apart Baldy. Also, this is a good scene too. Where, where because... the panel just builds, like yeah. he's front of frame, and it just goes closer and closer, and that's how the comic ends. Yeah. You just get his face, his red eyes, and his collar all red, while his mouth is just dripping with blood. Yeah. Like goddamn. And he's telling the vampires, "We're wiping this town yes. out, and we're burning everything." Yeah. That scene was actually uh, important too because the survivors are watching this from a, a small window right. from the first, and I think this is how they learn. That yeah. you can kill them by taking their heads off. Even even uh, overhears, or he he comes up out of the furnace to just kind of see what's going around, and he sees the death of Baldy by Vincent's hands. He's yeah, like, oh, just take the head off, which take is what he off. did essentially with uh, the first. Vampire. Yeah, they took his head right off, and that's why he died. It's just he missed the second one and only took half his face off. And yeah, <laughs> and just ran. <laughs> and now we're in the third. Yeah, so and the survivors now have brought in a another survivor. 
Um, yeah, I, I stalled for that word. That's weird. Who is a, who was scratched? Right. This is just random. There was no uh, there was no build up to this. It was just oh, this person was scratched. He's here now, and he's dying, wasting away. As a reader, you know exactly what's going to happen here. Right. Again, and another missed opportunity because you could have had this person hiding within your ranks for a few issues and slowly starts to turn and like, Oh no, we already have to deal with this. Here's a new threat. Right. So there's so many opportunities in this graphic novel for, uh, like tense moments and, uh, like thrills, not thrills. What's the suspense. Yep. But because it just moves so fast, they kind of sweep over all these moments that if any other, like if, if you saw a TV show, they would have spent a season on just this one guy turning. Like yeah. an entire season would have been just these guys in the furnace, right? And, so. and Vin- Vincent himself doesn't have to be here this early. No. He can take a little while. Like they can have. A He's bit got more a chopper. Fun. He could have. He yeah. could have stopped off in Yellowknife. Uh, <laughs> saw the caribou in uh, Whitehorse. Check out uh, BC. Got some I mean, on the way bug. there, you're going, yeah. If you come you from got, the south, you got a copter. Yeah. I mean, you don't got to go directly there, right? You can do some Black Hawk down, Black Hawk up, right? Um, <laughs> But yeah, there's a new threat in the furnace now, and this guy turns and into he a vampire. Fucks up, he fucks up the calm that was the group there, right? How calm can you really be in a furnace? Well, I, from yeah, vampires? but yes, the peace, the the. Because there's that too. They they like, they talk about like what are we gonna do next, right? When they're going through the list of things that they've tried, like most of them have not come to grips, but understand like it's only a matter of time before we get eaten. So we can't just sit here. Yeah, it's only really Stella and Even that are still kind of the moral authority and the leaders yeah. that, that still have some sort of hope. But now this guy's turning and they're like, oh, well, let's switch our switch our focus to killing him because he's now a vampire in their nice little lair. That's right, they, yeah. Their clubhouse. Um, and an it, asshole. It happens in every movie, in well, every the, show. Oh, he got scratched a bit, and you know this guy. Oh, wonder what's gonna happen. Especially when he goes, I can feel. What was he saying? He's like, I can feel it killing me inside. I was like, okay, well, maybe you guys should kick him out. Yeah, well, you know, now we have to kill you outside. Um, but yeah, now now Eben has to start uh going for the headshots again. He again, th- there's another panel where his like guts are just exploding on the page. Yeah. We've just been like mesmerized about it. Um, oh, but he's slick here because he, he looks can, like a street shark. I'm just gonna put that. Up. Even slick here because he pulls out a syringe. From where I don't. Know. I don't know. And then he. I don't know if there's like a, a nod to like he had a heroin problem in nah, his past. Maybe he got it from when he was gathering resources. I don't I, remember again, that panel. Another but... missed opportunity yeah. though. Like I would love to see what he decided was important to take. Yeah, yeah. I don't just know just a that. quick panel, just like I'm taking this, 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 this. Like I've seen it in a few comics where they just lay out what the tools are gonna be. Like that's that's just something for the reader to be like, I know he has scissors now. I yeah. know he has a syringe. It's a quick, yeah. It's a quick thing, a quick shot of a syringe. Anyways, but, but gives you so much expert ex, uh, exposition. He yeah. jabs this guy in the neck with a syringe and takes his blood. Kills him. Yeah, and then they knock his head off. The uh, Stella blows his head off, doesn't right. she? Yeah. And she's like, oh, what are you going to do with that? He goes, oh, you know, I'm going to keep it just in case. And then, like, shortly after, he, <laughs> he just he infa- puts it in his arm. He infects himself. Um, yeah. So, again, you had us up to this point, and now you just seem like you're wrapping everything Russian, up. Yeah. It, it seems like they knew, like, they were reaching the 22-minute... 22-page, um, yeah. Or, like, in, in terms of TV show, oh, like, okay, when you're reaching the, the 22 minutes, it's like, okay, we don't have any more commercials, so we have to wrap up this... Yeah. This, uh episode right like so it's the the danny tanner of like okay come here michelle let me tell you what you did wrong like everything just gets fixed in 30 minutes it's like no i would have read another episode where like they were talking about him him deciding to use it or not and her pushing back and vampires getting closer but but wait i bet you forgot about the vampire hunter guy I did forget about it. Who comes flipping in, flying in with his rudders <laughs> flipping in his helicopter. And Vincent's like, oh, look, there's a chopper up there. But he climbs a building, like runs up a building like he's fucking Spider-Man and then jumps to the uh, helicopter and brings it down. And they're like, so the helicopter blows up and the vampire hunter, I assume, is, is yeah, cooked. Yeah. Because he was taking pictures for his mama. Yeah, it says kaboom. Kaboom, or, yeah. Actually, it says faboom. And they're like, okay, this is faboom. This, like, this is our faboom. cover now. Faboom. We're going to use this as this Still. is the reason why the town's dead. So yeah. they start piling bodies into the fire. Which is amazing. Thank you, Vampire Hunter. But, 
again, yeah. this this would have been great to save Vincent because it would have been better if all the like secondary vampires were trying to take down this chopper. They couldn't do it. Yeah. Then Big Boss comes like, oh, he's one took that. I'll show you how to do it, and just yeah. fucking zooms up and takes him down. Anyway, there's a fire now. They're they're covering their tracks, and meanwhile, Eben's like, I'm fucking shooting up. And you get the nice rec room for the dream where his eyes get dilated. Yeah. He starts to turn it. But the handle my business. Stella's freaking out. And uh, I, I don't know if he would be as cognizant when he's a vampire. Like he's cognizant, still ha- yeah. Yeah, he's still very much in control of like who he wants to eat and not eat. Maybe it's because he uh, injected himself with blood. Like So he injected his he own blood. He was never turned. Yeah, he was, he was still, turned. Yeah, he it was just, kind of a different... He's a experiment. Yeah, I guess it was a... And it was limited amounts, too. And, again, that's stuff that us, the reader, have to put together and kind of make excuses for when you could have given me, like, three more pages of, like, because or, like, just some scientific know-how or something, 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 some sort of exposition to stretch it. I, I, we keep making excuses because we want this to be longer than it is. <laughs> we're already in the, the climax. Yeah. Like, it's all downhill. We're at the final boss battle once yeah. he injects. Right? And that's exactly what happens. He goes to fight Vincent, and he gets whooped. He gets tossed around a bit. <laughs> And then this is where... But his head's still on. His head's still on. This is where it loses me, though, because he ends up... Yeah, he ends up uh, just, like, tuning up Vincent yeah. in the end and then takes out the entire tribe of vampires I mean, by himself. I, I guess that... Like, you're, you've been a vampire for five, five minutes. minutes. He got the good vial of blood? I I guess. He had that one with the HGM... HDM... The steroids one? He had the steroids injection maybe that's why he had the syringe he was maybe, already maybe he was, was already juicing up maybe he was a mix and, and then he's like Rrr. yeah he's like yeah, do you even lift bro and then just yeah. started throwing vampires left and right um but he taught yeah he tosses the whole tribe like it's nothing it, after getting tuned a little bit yeah he just... not really he, no, I mean, a little bit. I don't, a little I, bit. Look, you, you, and Vincent even says it. I've been a fucking vampire for ages you look at the panel where it's a vampire um Eben and Stella standing next to each other, and they're in their still green. That's um, a cool frame. It is. They're like still in their one. green sheriff outfits, oh, but you see this tiny bit of blue on uh, Eben to sh- after the fight. So like he didn't get dusted up at all. Like that's yeah. all he has to show for it. And looking around is just the city's in carnage. It's all up in flames. And again, there's a nice moment where it's it's been 29 days. Yeah, they fast forwarded somewhere that I don't know. And it's the thirtieth day. The sun is. It must rising. have happened after the fight. They kind of just. Yeah, it seemed yeah. like this was the last job at the end of the day, and they're all like, "Okay, hurry up and get this done so we can go like, drink," because they literally went to the bar after they finished <laughs> writing this and drawing this, and it looks amazing. But especially for the final panel, which is so. That was really nice. It's it's very warm and heartfelt, and a, a natural conclusion to the story, but because you feel they didn't give enough story to the story it's a little empty yeah like it feels good it's it, it's you get it it's even in Stella it uh, makes sense saying goodbye you care about the, when the sun comes up again you care about the characters and you you see that this is definitely we don't a, know anything about them you're like which wor- eh. it still works I just wanted more you could have yeah. you could have given me more side characters if you knew you were only going to kill them you could have given me more mythos of the vampires if you're going to oh, yeah. bring the biggest bad boy in here you could have given me more um Vampire Hunter, if you're only going to faboom him. I was just going to say that, but I was yawning. You were. <laughs> you had I was your like, own, more had... vampire yeah, yeah. Don't say vampire hunter. And then you're like, more vampire. I was like, fuck! Faboom! <laughs> faboom. But what'd you think? It was. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Um, it's a great too read. Too short. It's, it's, it's too a quick, short. A great read isn't. It's a quick read. Yeah. So, and Halloween worthy. Halloween perfect. The covers I, are the covers are amazing. Yep. The first pages, like to to get you into, are amazing. The paneling, it's not dynamic in terms of if you get comic book cells, like they they're not rectangles and squares. They they kind of bleed that in triangles. This yeah. one is all rectangles and squares, but every they're bordered though. Yes, and every everything crammed into those cells is a beautiful work of art that the simplistic just rank uh, rectangles and squares help relax your your eyes yeah because if it was also dynamic you would have been like throwing up essentially yeah they are with the, all the stuff that's going on the art we, it's funny guys but i said i mentioned this at the, at the beginning but i've some of like temple smith's art i'm not that crazy about but in this book it's fucking perfect and you 
couldn't have any other, I don't think. It's just so unique and it works so well for the setting and the um, idea of this whole story. Right. It's perfect. A great perfect. idea. And Temple Smith's not the only artist that we have to give credit to. Seisman, uh, Krudansky, uh, Brandon Hovitt, Josh Medors, Cody Chamberlain, Nat Jones, Melix, Alex Sanchez, Justin Rydell, and Bill Sedgwick. Um <laughs> I'm not apologizing for saying your names wrong. I'm apologizing that they didn't have it phonetically with pictures. Tirana. Um, it's good. It's so good that we're probably going to have to do a bottle episode on the movie. It may. Yeah, because that was that's some of the questions we cover, right? Is what we you know what we like, what we didn't like. Would it translate well to film? Yeah, it does. It from did. From memory. Yeah. So we I watched back. that a long time ago. We'll have to bottle cap it. Do it again. Um where does it go from here? I, have you, I haven't read any sequels. I don't know if you... No, but I will. I mean... I will not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I hope... Again, for the things I'm going to read for uh, moving forward, I hope they spend more time digging deeper into the world that they're building because it looks amazing and you had me hooked. You had me hooked when, you're, when you said, hey, we're going to Barrow, Alaska. I was like, damn. Sick. Something fucked up is going to happen out there. And so we're giving it a... I give it a... Boom. Give it up. Boom. 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 I give him a power wreck. Oh, no, it's Halloween. We give him a boo. A boo. Oh, let's give a boo. But I think I'm going to steal the faboom. Faboom? It gets two fabooms. Faboom. Because that kind of sounds... Unless you're from Alaska, nobody cares. segment we count down the top nine things <laughs> what the fuck am i saying what am i saying what am i saying you right had now? one job i know you this is power wrecking power wreckings and today we are listing off the nine best horror comics ooh, ooh, scary. as told by us will you <laughs> <laughs> um number nine so you're going for the top or you're going for the bottom this is the bottom right so you this, go from the this, top or the bottom this is this, this, this is the scariest one? Oh, the scariest one number one number one is the scariest one number nine is the scariest one so you this is a list to tell people your scariest yeah list. we start with the best the scariest, and then go to the least scary. Sure. Or do you want to go least scary to the scary? Hey, man. Fuck. Hey, man. <laughs> Paul, hey, man. Okay? That's, that's the life I'm living out here. Cool as No, a... we'll go least scary. We'll do, we'll do number nine. We'll do number nine first. You sure now? No, but let's just do that. Hellblazer. Ooh. Which is the vertical comic starring John Constantine. You all know him, or you should. If you don't, fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Constantino? He's Greek? Constantine. Greek, Greek? John Constantine. He's English. Zapatos. Go on. What the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> what my Halloween nickname would be. <laughs> um, he's the English con man slash sorcerer slash uh, dickhead. For those wondering, my Halloween name would be a uh, haunting rascal. Well, mine be uh, horrid goblin. Okay, it's pretty horrid good. goblin. Yeah, I like it. Um, this comic takes you, or this story, this series takes you to the depths of hell and back. Deals with demonic possessions, monsters, different worlds. Demons and ghouls and ghosts and everything. Everything that you would want yeah. in a creepy, crawly, scary it's book. Yeah. It's constant. Magic. Yeah, magic. Uh, number eight, 30 Days and Night. We just Ooh, covered in this episode. Only made eight. Yeah, I got it at eight. Yes, I double check that. Yeah, it, it it's freaky. Uh, a small little town in Alaska gets run down by vampires. That's a it. gang, a if, throng of vampires. If that's not your worst fear, I don't know what to tell you. Get more scared. Okay? Yeah, we just covered it in this episode, so winter is coming. You know, <laughs> <laughs> number eight, 
Number seven, From Hell. Nice. Which is, yeah. Uh, Johnny Depp? <laughs> <laughs> Scarier for different reasons. But you're, about, you're, I think you're talking about the graphic novel. Yeah, I am talking about the graphic novel. Nice. Uh, a book about the Jack or the Ripper killings. I don't think I've... I didn't mention the writers for the past two. I mean, just Constantine... No, when you get to the top three, then you give them more. All right, we'll give them writers. Yeah, this is a special episode. And From Hell I, is... We're not talking about Gaslight either, so... From Hell is the... <laughs> Is the least I'm looking at list. Yeah, the least um, supernatural of the books on this list. Yeah, it's basically based on a true story. Yeah, it's fucked up yeah. human we're race. Fuck. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. And About England, exactly. we're looking yeah. at you, England. Yeah. Get your shit together, London Brexit. in particular. Brexit. <laughs> About the Jack the Ripper killings. Jack... It's just a look into that. It's very well written and it's creepy as shit. Yeah. Fuck you, Jack Brexit. Dude, just really go on. I'm doing a follow up now. With, um, starring Johnny Depp. Number six, Fatal. Mm. Awesome book. Uh, it's weird too. Um, there's a woman who doesn't seem to age through decades. Like you see her in different pictures. As would you, you say, a femme? A femme. Yes, I would say a femme. Mm. A femme. Oh, if only there's another word to back that up. Anyways, um, there's a, she's being, she, <laughs> she's being chased through decades. Um, by a cult. Oh. She, she has the ability to um, seduce and encapsulate men mm. that she... I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's actually a very, it's a, it's an awesome book. Um, where she she then uses them and they kind of become her protectors against this cult that's trying to kill her. Nice. They usually die. Right. But she kind of keeps going on. It's about a survive. It's basically her trying to survive Sweet. against this cult chasing down. Really weird, really cool, really... Interesting. Really fatal? Yeah, fatale. <laughs> number, <laughs> yeah, move on. Number, I... <laughs> number five. Number five is called a book called Colder. Okay. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Which I picked up because of the cover. Mm-hmm. They never say judge a book by cover, but the cover was so judgeable. Yeah. That I, I was like, if you look it up, it's you'll. I don't want to tell you what it is. Just look it up if you want to see cold number one. And I was like, I gotta buy this. And it's a five-issue run. It's not a long one. And it deals with a guy who is super cold. <laughs> His temperature's freezing, but he has the ability to cure people's madness. Nice. There is another guy from a different dimension. Dimension X? Yeah, who um, turns people mad. So that you're you're working with a yin and yang type nice. of thing. And they're constantly just fucking shit up or cleaning the other one's mess. Yeah, they don't like each other. They're adversaries, right? right? One makes people mad, takes them into his dimension and makes them mad. The other one cures them of their madness, but is ice cold and kind of disconnected. Okay. It's it's cool. Is it's that... cool. But it's fucking creepy. Nice. It's creepy. It's colder. It's yeah. cooler. Ooh. Nah, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> you gave no- up on your own joke. Number four, Swamp Thing. Which one? The original. We're talking about the 70s and 80s one. Oh. It started as a horror comic before it was ever in Vertigo or DC. Okay, now, you, to, now, was... now you can start giving uh, authors and stuff now. We can get Number four? Okay, yeah, well, we this one was created by Len Wein, um, but a lot of people wrote for it, including Alan Moore, uh, Neil Gaiman. There's a ton of people that wrote for Swamp Thing. Right, but that's the But if we're talking, yeah. yeah, if we're talking all the way to um, back in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. That's when it was just a horror comic. Uh, and there you do with werewolves, you deal with vampires, you deal with all types of supernatural shit, but it's uh, it's a, good, man. A, a swamped man. It's a, it's a swamp thingy man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who lives in a swamp. Man? Yeah. <laughs> Some sort of thing like that. <laughs> These jokes are getting better. Bro. No, they're terrible, and I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, be sorry about that. Woof. How about that? That's going to be fun to edit. Uh, number That's three. Me. Outcast. Ooh. Um, Robert Kirkman is the writer. You would know him. Andre uh, 3000 is on the left, and Big Boy is on the right. No, okay. Well, it's an outcast. No, it's... I'm not wrong. Yeah. Just not right. No, it's Robert Kirkman and Paul Azacita. And Robert Kirkman is the man who brought us Walking Dead, which is not on this list. Because it's not that scary. It's not that scary. Sorry, guys. 
Um, is someone out there saying it's scary? Yeah. Get, get a job. Someone does. But this one is creepier to me because it doesn't deal with zombies. It deals with demonic possessions. Mm-hmm. So simple, similar to how Colder was able to, the guy in Colder Deccan was able to cure people's madness. Right. Uh, Kyle in this one is able to cure people's possessions. He, so that's how he finds out by touching them. So right. depending on how bad the demonic possession is, touching them where? Yeah, mm, depends if they're not if they're kids or not. He actually this, this podcast made a very disgusting he actually, turn. He actually beats the shit out of a kid in this. <laughs> oh, <now laughs> when he's when he's learning his powers, okay. he's trying to channel. He ends up beating the. Sh- there is a show for this as well. Um, There's a show for a few of these. Yeah. Yes, there are. But we'll get there. Something. But no. If we get there. If we get there. You know, I'll see you. If we get there. What are you talking about? When we get there. What are you talking about? I'll see you when When you get there. If you you ever get get there. there. When we ever get Get there. You're done? Well, you know, I had to put some horror into this. Yeah, but it's cool. It's podcast. if you if you're into like if you're into possession shit like that that creeps you out. Check it out, cast uh, number two, witches. Ooh. With a Y. Wiccans. <laughs> Just witches. Oh. Wizards. Witches. Written by Scott Snyder and illustrated by Jock. Strap. It's all about the uh, the witches. Witches are a, a tribe of witches or my creatures that live into the woods and if you for a boon or for something that you want to happen you make a pledge to them and they will make that thing happen but the pledge is somebody else's life Ooh, nice. so i want to you know i want something i'm going to put a pledge on you the witches will come and take you damn and then i get what i want it's like a sacrifice it's a limited series i think it's only five or six issues um hey dc i want a movie it's not dc but <laughs> no make it happen no it's good it's it's fucking weird it's creepy as shit yeah it's the, crazy I yeah. only know this probably one that visceral, follow, yeah. this one in cool I'd probably follow up with yeah this one's good and number one the classic the legendary Jughead comic Tales from the Crypt oh not Jughead <laughs> no not Jughead <laughs> Afterlife with Archie that should have been on here Honorable mention. <laughs> Honorable mention to our Afterlife with Archie Tales of the Crypt keep the good, the good throwbacks so. yeah the OG Right back from published to EC Comics back in the 1950s. God damn. Well, the TV show definitely freaked me out when I was a child. Yeah. So you were oh, yeah. on, you were on point. Yeah. 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 You should see the eyes that Kobe's yeah. giving it. They're, they're yeah. Freaky eyes. Remember the one with the big, fat, ugly dude? Yes. You remember that one? Yes. And then he ends up... Yes. Tales from the Crypt, baby. Well, well, maybe we'll do something with those guys. Tales from the Crypt. It inspired... How about this? The Twilight Zone. That came first? Fudge off. Yeah, Tales from the Crypt. Fudge the comic off. Books, the comic books, yeah. No, take the fudge off my Sunday, man. Okay. I don't want. I just Next want. Next time I'll get you. I just want the banana and the nuts. Just. I bet you do want the nuts. Hey, man. <laughs> pu- 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 this was. Pu- pu- our rankings. Thanks for fucking the mic up. Well, did you see your red line? <laughs> yeah. Six six six. Hey, Coke. Hey, hey, dang. Six, six. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Why didn't you come to the meeting beforehand, the production meeting? I got excited there. I was like, I'm going to get a dad joke. What no. What time is it? Six o'clock. No, it's not. It's not. This is why you come to production meetings. It's six, six, six. It's six. Six, sixty, six. Six, Just play Monster Mash again. Uh, so I'm talking about uh, a legendary scary horror, uh, scary film. Um, for this Halloween special. For this Halloween special. Now I'm not the greatest Halloween. That's it. I'm not the greatest. You Halloween. didn't like it. You didn't like it as a kid. I loved Halloween as a kid. I was even to go there. I was gonna say I'm not the hugest like uh, horror movie connoisseur. Okay, fair. But enough. I've seen my fair share, especially coming up because I had a brother who liked to torment me. <laughs> um, so I've seen The Exorcist and that fudged me up. I've seen Poltergeist and that fudged me up. I've seen. Uh, couple of the Freddy Kruegers fudge me up and then you Nightmare laugh. Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. Uh, Michael Myers always really scared me more than Jason. Jason just seemed cool. It's the mask. Um, Michael Myers has a scarier mask. So the certain movies stick with you for specific reasons. The Thing is the one that we're talking about here to keep six with. This one has stuck with me to this day. Like, 
1982, so if you're an 80s baby, you're already in line. This came out before we were born. Yes, and there's a reason, because I wouldn't be able to handle it when I was born. <laughs> I would have been shitting my diapers again. Um, this is directed by John Carpenter, the legend. I was going to say the classic. Yeah, he's, yeah, you can go through his IMDb if you don't know already. But the thing is, I'm just going to read you the premise, and then I'll tell you as little as possible, because I don't want to ruin it for you. Do not, I repeat, do not watch the trailer. Just go in blank if you haven't seen it and watch it. Make sure you get the 1982, not the remake, because the remake, while good, is not great. I was going to say, the remake's not, remake is not good. That's what I, It's not good. It's not great, but it's okay. What year was the remake, do you remember? Uh, I want to say like 2012 kind of thing. Yeah, around that time. Um, don't quote me. But this is the exact premise off of IMDb. A research team in Antarctica is hunted by a shape-shifting alien that assumes the appearance of its victims. Fuck off. So already, you're in Antarctica, you're out here with a small little team, you're doing lab work. You already got me. Because anytime you're in a, like, desolate, isolated place, like, that's when paranoia sets in. And this movie's all about paranoia. Yeah. On top of that, it's all about practical effects. And the shit that they do in this movie, fucked me up um so again don't watch the trailer because i'm pretty sure the trailer is going to ruin something great in this movie and if you have seen it watch it again because i plan to watch it today i'm gonna watch it too um i don't remember it at all i know i think i saw it as young and i just let's go through the casting it's got the legendary kurt russell in it um wilford brimley uh, he's the guy that says diabetes. T.K. <laughs> uh, Carter, um, David Clennon, Keith David, the legendary Richard Dyson. Yep. Charles Hanlon, <laughs> Peter Malone, Richard Masur. You're not going to get any women in this movie. I apologize. But again, it's a small research lab team that's up in Antarctica and an alien. Literally, a dog shows up. And the scene with the dog fucked me up and I want to talk about more scenes but I can't like oh, keep I'm, six. It's, the keep six. it's so it's so yeah I literally my brain froze <laughs> because he it, just died yeah, and my, came back well yeah. the shock and horror because I'm playing scenes back in my head I'm trying to tell what can I tell you about this movie without giving away this movie and there's not much it's good to the bitter end and even the end you don't even know what's really happening so, the fact that they made a remake, which was a prequel. Oh, was that what it was? It's yeah, they, so they tried to they tried to place the dog, right? So, they, they tried to give origins to the alien, which in this movie, you don't really need. Yeah. Less is more. This is definitely a less is more movie. You just know there's all these researchers up in a lab in Antarctica. It's cold. They're miserable. And now shit's going fucking sideways. And it's because of an alien who they can't figure out which one is. So... A little bit of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, a little bit of 30 Days of Night, funny enough that we're talking about that too. A little bit of Swamp Thing without the Swamp. Uh, and a, oh. <laughs> Yes! Got it. Well, think about your swamp ass that I'm smelling over here. But uh, it's definitely, <laughs> definitely worth your time, uh, worth your watch, and uh, keep six on this bad boy. Keep six, six, six! Halloween! Hero Draft. That's Hero Draft. This segment is called Heroes from a Hat. Or Hero Draft. Where we take two names from this hat and this pin them against each other. right here. In this semifinal round. We're, we've made it to round four. Semifinal round. The which madness are, will end. Which are games. Of leisure. Yeah, leisure and, games. And board. There you go. Leisure slash board games. Right? You don't make this easy for yourself. This game is Twister. Why don't you bring the... Did you... Today they're playing Twister. I'm still waiting to pull from out the hat. Yeah, Give we gotta hat. pick the names out, pick the names out, pick the names out. I'm going first, you go. Well, that's not the rule. And I got Ghost Rider. Sweet. What game are we playing again? Twister. And you're made of what? So tell me how <laughs> your head can come this close to a plastic-made board game and not <laughs> melt it onto fire. Well, my head's not gonna be on the board game. It's gonna be... Yeah. In close contact. Uh, Are you telling no. me you're... So, right hand blue. Yeah. Left hand green. Yes. And you're sprawled... And my two, head's up. Two my feet. head's up, son. Yeah, you stay... My head's up, son. You keep saying that. 
You're also wearing a chain and leather. See, that's what I thought you were gonna go for. You went for the flaming head. I thought you were gonna say the tight leather, because that's how he's not. I'm he's not stretching the leather. I'm getting to that. Yeah. I'm just saying you were gonna burn up everything before you even get to stretch out with left hand, left foot. What are the yellow. odds? What are the odds of Johnny's head burning Rogue's face? And her hair, setting her hair on fire. I would just touch you and knock you out. But wouldn't she bail with her hair on fire? Like, give up on the game? So, like, the second you get close, I'm like, enough of this. I take my glove off, touch you a finger, and watch you drop down. Yeah, but that's gonna fuck you up. You're taking on, you're not just taking on, like, power set. You're taking on, like, a a demon spirit. Sure, we're talking after the fact. I won. You fell. Oh, because you said I I fell first. Yeah, yeah, I won won Twister. Sure, I gotta deal with Dormammu for, like, (laughs) a day or two. Well, you know. Bragging rights hey, are it is, it is what it is. Hey, hey Dormammu. It's worth it. It's worth it. I have a flaming house. It's, that's cool. It's worth it for the bragging rights. I'll take your, I'll take your Fuck, leather I'm jacket. Trying to come we both have leather jackets. I don't... Uh, no, you don't win out of this one. I don't know, because you got the tight leather, the flaming head. Fuck. You could have won in Pictionary. You've seen some shit. Yeah. Can't win You could have locked in and been like, uh, Demon Seed, right? Yeah. Drown that. Yeah. But you can't... No. You can't stretch. No, I, probably, I may could have won in like a board game, too. Uh, it depends on the how game. close your pieces go to your head. Again, you, if you, you really melt are, things, you yes. lose. Alright. Fuck. Say it. Rogue wins. Going to the finals. Going to the finals! Going to the finals. Rogue. 